0: Section 5 of an Essay Concerning Human Understanding, Book 3, of Words by John Locke. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 5 of the Names of Mixed Modes and Relations. Number 1. Mixed modes stand for abstract ideas as other general names. The names of mixed modes, being general, they stand, as has been shown, for sorts or species of things, each of which has its peculiar essence. The essences of these species also, as has been shown, are nothing but the abstract ideas in the mind to which the name is annexed. Thus far, the names and essences of mixed modes have nothing but what is common to them with other ideas, but if we take a little nearer survey of them, we shall find that they have something peculiar, which perhaps may deserve our attention. Number two. First the abstract ideas they stand for are made by the understanding. The first particularity I shall observe in them is that the abstract ideas or, if you please, the essences of the several species of mixed modes are made by the understanding, wherein they differ from those of simple ideas. In which sort, the mind has no power to make any one, but only receives such as are presented to it by the real existence of things operating upon it. Number three. Secondly, made arbitrarily and without patterns. In the next place, these essences of the species of mixed modes are not only made by the mind, but made very arbitrarily, made without patterns, or reference to any real existence where they differ from those of substances, which carry with them the supposition of some real being from which they are taken and to which they are conformable, but in its complex ideas of mixed modes, the mind takes the liberty not to follow the existence of things exactly. It unites and retains certain collections of so many distinct specific ideals, whilst others that as often occur in nature and are as plainly suggested by outward things past neglected, without particular name or specifications, nor does the mind in these of mixed modes, as in the complex idea of substances, examine them by the real existence of things, or verify them by patterns containing such peculiar compositions in nature. To know whether his idea of adultery or incest be right, will a man seek it anywhere amongst things existing? Or is it true because anyone has been witness to such an action? No, but it suffices here that men have put together such a collection into one complex idea that makes the archetype and specific idea, whether any such action were committed in rarium, natura, or no. Number four, how is this done? To understand this right, we must consider wherein this making of these complex ideas consists, and that is not in the making any new idea, but putting together those which the mind had before. When the mind does these three things, first, it chooses a certain number, secondly, it gives them connection and makes them into one idea, thirdly, it ties them together by a name. If we examine how the mind proceeds in these and what liberty it takes in them, we shall easily observe how these essences of species of mixed modes are the workmanship of the mind and consequently that the species themselves are of men's making. Number five evidently arbitrarily in that the idea is often before the existence. Nobody can doubt but that these ideas of mixed modes are made by a voluntary collection of ideas, put together in the mind, independent from any original patterns in nature, who will but reflect that this sort of complex ideas may be made, abstracted, and have names given them, and so a species be constituted before any one individual of that species ever existed. Who can doubt but the ideas of sacrilege, or adultery, might be framed in the minds of men, and have names given them, and so these species of mixed modes be constituted before either of them was ever committed, and might be as well discoursed of, and reasoned about, and as certain truths discovered of them, whilst yet they had no being but in the understanding, as well as now, that they have but too frequently a real existence, whereby it is plain how much the sorts of mixed modes are the creatures of the understanding for they have a being as subservient to all the ends of real truth and knowledge as of when they really exist. And we cannot doubt, but lawmakers have often made laws about species of actions which were only the creatures of their own understandings, beings that had no other existence but in their own minds. And I think nobody can deny but that the resurrection was a species of mixed modes in the mind before it really existed. Number six instances. Murder, incest stabbing to see how arbitrarily these essences of mixed modes are made by the mind we we'll need but take a view of almost any of them a little looking into them will satisfy us that it is the mind that combines several scattered independent ideas into one complex one and by the common name it gives them makes them the essence of a certain species without regulating itself by any connection they have in nature for what greater connection in nature has the idea of a man than the idea of a sheep with killing that this is made a particular species of action, signified by the word murder, and the other not. Or what union is there in nature between the idea of the relation of a father with killing than that of a son or neighbor? That those are combined into one complex idea, and thereby made the essence of the distinct species parasite, whilst the other makes no distinct species at all. But though they have made killing a man's father or mother a distinct species from killing his son or daughter, Yet in some other cases, son and daughter are taken in too, as well as father and mother, and they are all equally comprehended in the same species as in that of incest. Thus the mind, in mixed modes, arbitrarily unites into complex ideas such as it finds convenient, whilst others that have altogether as much union in nature are left loose and never combine into one idea, because they have no need of one name. It is evident, then, that the mind by its free choice, gives a connection to a certain number of ideas, which in nature have no more union with one another than others than it leaves out. Why else is the part of the weapon the beginning of the wound is made with taking notice of? To make the distinct species called stabbing, and the figure and matter of the weapon left out? I do not say this is done without reason, and we shall see more by and by, but this I say that it is done by the free choice of the mind, pursuing its own ends, and that, therefore, these species of mixed modes are the workmanship of the understanding, and there is nothing more evident than that. For the most part, in framing these ideas, the mind searches not its patterns in nature, nor references the ideas it makes to the real existence of things, but puts such together as may best serve its own purposes without tying itself to a precise imitation of anything that really exists. Number 7. But still subservient to the end of language, and not made at random. But though these complex ideas or essences of mixed modes depend on the mind, and are made by it with great liberty, yet they are not made at random, and jumbled together without any reason at all. Though these complex ideas be not always copied from nature, yet they are always suited to the end for which abstract ideas are made. And though they be combinations made of ideas that are loose enough, and have as little union in themselves as several other to which the mind never gives a connection that combines them into one idea, yet they are always made for the convenience of communication, which is the chief end of language. The use of language is, by short sounds, to signify with ease and dispatch general conceptions wherein not only abundance of particulars may be contained, but also a great variety of independent ideas collected into one complex one. In the making thereof, the species of mixed modes, men have regard only to such combinations as they had occasion to mention one to another. Those they have combined into distinct complex ideas and given names to, whilst others that in nature have as near a union are left loose and unregarded. For to go no further than human actions themselves, If they would make distinct abstract ideas of all the varieties which might be observed in them, the number must be infinite, and the memory confounded with the plenty, as well as overcharged to little purpose. It suffices that men make and name so many complex ideas of these mixed modes so they find they have occasion to have names for, in the ordinary occurrence of their affairs. If they join to the idea of killing the idea of father or mother, and so make a distinct species from killing a man's son or neighbor, it is because of the different heinousness of the crime, and the distinct punishment is due to the murdering a man's father and mother different to what ought to be inflicted on the murder of a son or neighbor, and therefore they find it necessary to mention it by a distinct name, which is the end of making that distinct combination. But though the ideas of mother and daughter are so differently treated in reference to the idea of killing, that the one is joined with it to make a distinct abstract idea with a name. And so a distinct species, and the other not, yet in respect of common knowledge, they are both taken under incest, and that still, for the same convenience of expressing under one name and reckoning of one species, such unclean mixtures, as have a peculiar turpitude beyond others, and this is to avoid circumlotions and tedious descriptions. Number 8. Whereof the intranslatable words of diverse languages are a proof. a modern skill in different languages will easily satisfy one of the truth of this, it being so obvious to observe each store of languages in one language which have not any that answer them in another. Which finally shows that those of one country, by their customs and manner of life, have found occasion to make several complex ideas and give names to them which others never corrected into specific ideas. This could not have happened if these species were the steady workmanship of nature and not collections made and abstracted by the mind in order to naming and for the convenience of communication. The terms of our law, which are not empty sounds, will hardly find words that answer them in the Spanish or Italian, no scanty languages. Much less, I think, could anyone translate them into the Caribbean or Westo tongues and the Versa of the Romans or Corban of the Jews, have no words in other languages to answer them. The reason whereof is plain from what has been said. Nay, if we look a little more narrowly into this matter, and exactly compare different languages, we shall find that though they have words which, in translations and dictionaries, are supposed to answer one another, yet there is scarce one often amongst the names of complex ideas, especially of mixed modes, that stands for the same precise idea which the word does that in dictionaries it is rendered by. There are no ideas more common and less compounded than the measures of time, extension, and weight, and the Latin names, ora, pes, libra, are without difficulty rendered by the English names hour, foot, and pound. But yet there is nothing more evident than that the ideas a Roman annexed to these Latin names were very far different from those which an Englishman expresses by those English ones. And if either of these should make use of the measures that those of the other language designed by their names, he would be quite out in his account. These are two sensible proofs to be doubted, and we shall find this much more so in the names of more abstract and compounded ideas, such as are the greatest part of those which make up moral discourses, whose names, when men come curiously to compare with those they are translated into in other languages, they will find very few of them exactly to correspond in the whole extent of their significations. Number nine, they show species to be made for communication. The reason why I take so particular notice of this is that we may not be mistaken about genera and species and their essences, as if they were things regularly and constantly made by nature and had a real existence in things when they appear upon a more wary survey to be nothing else but an artifice of the understanding, for the easier signifying such collections of ideas as it should often have occasion to communicate by one general term, under which divers particulars, as far forth as they agree to that abstract idea, might be comprehended. And if the doubtful signification of the word species They make it sound harsh to some that I say the species of mixed modes are made by the understanding. Yet, I think, it can by nobody be denied that it is the mind makes those abstract, complex ideas to which specific names are given. And if it be true, as it is, that the mind makes the patterns for sorting and naming of things, I leave it to be considered who makes the boundaries of the sort or species, since with me species and sort have no other difference than that of the Latin and English medium. Number 10, in mixed modes, it is the name that ties the combination of simple ideas together and makes it a species. The near relation that there is between species, essences and their general name, at least in mixed modes, will further appear when we consider that it is the name that seems to preserve those essences and give them their lasting duration. For the connection between the loose parts of those complex ideas being made by the mind, this union, which has no particular foundation in nature, would cease again, were there not something that did, as it were, hold it together, and keep the parts from scattering. Though therefore it be the mind that makes the collection, it is the name which is, as it were, the knot that ties them fast together. What a vast variety of different ideas does the word triumphus hold together, and deliver to us as one species! Had this name been never made or quite lost, we might no doubt have had descriptions of what passed in that solemnity. But yet I think that which holds those different parts together in the unity of one complex idea is that very word annexed to it, without which the several parts of that would no more be thought to make one thing than any other show, which having never been made but once, had never been united into one complex idea, under one denomination. How much, therefore, in mixed modes, the unity necessary to any essence depends on the mind, and how much the continuation and fixing of that unity depends on the name in common use annexed to it. I leave it to be considered by those who look upon essences and species as real established things in nature. Number 11. Suitable to this, we find that men speaking of mixed modes seldom imagine or take any other for species of them but such as are set out by name because they being of man's making only in order to naming no such species are taken notice of or supposed to be unless a name be joined to it as a sign of man's having combined into one idea several loose ones and by that name giving a lasting union to the parts which would otherwise cease to have any as soon as the mind laid by that abstract idea and ceased actually to think on it. But when a name is once annexed to it, wherein the parts of that complex idea have a settled and permanent union, then is the essence as it were established and the species looked on as complete. For to what purpose should the memory charge itself with such compositions, unless there were abstractions to make them general? And to what purpose make them general unless it were that they might have general names for the convenience of discourse and communication. Thus we see that killing a man with a sword or a hatchet are looked on as no distinct species of action, but if the point of the sword first enters the body, it passes for a distinct species where it has a distinct name, as in England, in whose language it is called stabbing, but in another country, where it has not happened to be specified under a particular name, it has this not for a distinct species but in a species of corporal substances though it be the mind that makes nominal essence yet since those ideas which are combined in it are supposed to have an union in nature whether the mind joins them or not therefore those are looked on as distinct species without any operation of the mind either abstracting or giving a name to that complex idea number twelve for the originals of our mixed modes we look no further than the mind which also shows them to be the workmanship of the understanding. Conformable also to what has been said concerning the essences of species of mixed modes, that they are the creatures of understanding rather than the works of nature. Conformable, I say to this, we find that their names lead our thoughts to the mind and no further, or gratitude. When we speak of justice, or gratitude, we frame to ourselves no imagination of anything existing, which we would conceive, but our thoughts terminate in the abstract ideas of those virtues and look not further, as they do when we speak of horse or iron, whose specific ideas we consider not as barely in the mind but as in things themselves, which afford the original patterns of those ideas. But in mixed modes, at least the most considerable parts of them, which are moral beings, We consider the original patterns as being in the mind, and to those we refer for the distinguishing of particular beings under names. And hence I think it is that these essences of the species of mixed modes are by a more particular name called notions, as by a particular right appertaining to the understanding. Number 13. Hence, likewise, we may learn why the complex ideas of mixed modes are commonly more compounded and decompounded than those of natural substances. Because they being the workmanship of the understanding, pursuing only its own ends, and the conveniency of expressing, in short, those ideas that it would make known to another, it does with great liberty unite often into one abstract idea things that, in their nature, have no coherence, and so under on one term bundle together a great variety of compounded and decompounded ideas. Thus the name of procession. What a great mixture of independent ideas of persons, habits, papers, orders, motions, sounds, does it contain in that complex one, which the mind of man has arbitrarily put together to express by that one name? Whereas the complex ideas of the source of substances are usually made up of only a small number of simple ones. In a species of animals, these two, vice, shape, and belief, commonly make the whole nominal essence. Number 14. Names of mixed modes stand always for their real essences, which are the workmanship of our minds. Another thing we may observe from what has been said is that the names of mixed modes always signify, when they have any determined signification, the real essences of their species. For these abstract ideas being the workmanship of the mind and not refer to the real existence of things, there is no supposition of anything more signified by that name but barely that complex idea the mind itself has formed, which is all it would have expressed by it, and is that on which all the properties of the species depend, and from which alone they all flow, and so in these the real nominal essence is the same which of what concernment it is to the certain knowledge of general truth we shall see hereafter. Number 15. Why their names are usually got before their ideas This also may show us the reason why, for the most part, the names of mixed modes are got before the ideas they stand for are perfectly known. Because there being no species of these ordinarily taken notice of but what have names, and those species, or rather their essences, being abstract complex ideas made arbitrarily by the mind, it is convenient, if not necessary, to know the names before one endeavor to frame these complex ideas, unless a man will fill his head with a company of abstract complex ideas which others having no names for he has nothing to do with but to lay by and forget again i confess that in the beginning of languages it was necessary to have the idea before one gave it the name and so it is still where making a new complex idea one also by giving it a new name makes a new word but this concerns not languages made which have generally pretty well provided for ideas which men have frequent occasion to have and communicate, and in such, I ask, were it not the ordinary method that children learn the names of mixed modes before they have their ideas? What one of a thousand ever frames the abstract ideas of glory and ambition before he has heard the names of them? In simple ideas and substances, I grant it is otherwise, which, being such ideas as, have a real existence, and union in nature, the ideas and names are got one before the other as it happens. Number 16. Reasoning of my being so large on this subject. What has been said here of mixed modes is with very little difference applicable also to relations, which since every man himself may observe, I may spare myself the pains to enlarge on, especially since what I have said here, said concerning words in his third book, will possibly be thought, by some, to this be much more than what so slight a subject required. I allow it might be brought into a narrow compass, but I was willing to stay my reader on an argument that appears to me new and a little out of the way. I am sure it is one I thought not of when I began to write that by searching it to the bottom and turning it on every side, some part or other might meet with every one's thoughts and give occasion to the most averse or negligent to reflect on a general miscarriage, which, though of great consequence, is little taken notice of, when it is considered what a putter is made about essences, and how much all sorts of knowledge, discourse, and conversation are pestered and disordered by the careless and confused use of application of words, it will perhaps be thought while thoroughly to lay it open. And I shall be pardoned if I have dwelt long on an argument which I think, therefore needs to be incalculated, because the faults men are usually guilty of in this kind are not only the greatest hindrance of true knowledge, but are so well thought of as the password. Men would often see what a small pretence of reason and truth, or possibly none at all, is mixed with those huffing opinions they are swelled with. If they would but look beyond fashionable sounds and observe what ideas are, or are not comprehended under those words with which they are so armed at all points, and with which they so confidently lay about them. I shall imagine I have done some service to truth, peace, and learning, if by any enlargement on this subject I can make men reflect on their own use of language, and give them reason to suspect that, since it is frequent for others, it may also be possible for them to have sometimes the very good and approved words in their mouths and writing, with very uncertain little or no signification, and therefore it is not unreasonable for them to be wary herein themselves, and not to be unwilling to have them examined by others. With this design, therefore, I shall go on with what I have further to say concerning this matter. End of section 5